Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a Star Wars Legion podcast bringing you the latest news, general perspective, and competitive discussion. Hello and welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels podcast. I'm Kyle. That was a loud beep. And uh, I'm here with Jay and Tim. We didn't hear it. Really? I didn't hear a beep. So, okay, yeah. the directional mic is is working. Yeah. Only one of the three of us is having psychosis. Yeah. So, yeah. Kyle, welcome back to you. You've been gone forever. Yeah, I have been. I yeah. have been traveling. I went to I went to New York. Oh, nice. Um, welcome. I brought my kids back a bagel. Good. Which, uh, even though it was um, uh, stuffed in my carry on bag and several hours old, they said was the best bagel they've ever had. And uh, my daughter went so far as to say, Daddy, whenever we want a bagel, can you go to New York? And I talked her down to whenever I go to New York, I will bring you a bagel. <laughs> because I feel like wouldn't that count? Maybe you could like make that a business expense, right? Like somehow write that as a business. Yeah, expense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I had to go. <laughs> I had to get a bagel for my daughter, you know, get, I had to get on a plane. Yeah. Get a bagel. That's right. Um, That's right. Yeah. Anyway confirmation that new york has tasty bagels i don't know what it is it's i know the joke it's is the water uh, yes i understand that that is the joke um but there's definitely gotcha. like it's definitely something it's not maybe, a joke. maybe it, it really is, is the, water. the water yeah yeah what, what's so I've, special about the water i have literally i've been to places in florida that um they call themselves new york bagel and like, you uh, go in, you're yeah. like oh, why are you new york bagel and they actually literally they import, import the water, water. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a, there's a pizza place in DC that claims to import its water from New York. Yeah. Um, something with the mineral content or something like that. I yeah. Know. I don't know. They're really good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Anyway, so I'm, I'm back. I'm here. I'm excited to talk about Legion with you guys. I'm glad to see you guys. So. Yeah. I'm, I'm all right seeing you, I guess. I mean, <laughs> My thing has been that we've been recording at really reasonable times the I last know. couple of weeks, yeah. which has been really nice for me and my family. Uh, See, I think this is reasonable, though. This is good. This works out. This is nice. Because <laughs> everything else in my life is done by now. So it's good. Yeah, that's fair. Unless I tried to fit it. Ironically, I tried to fit a Legion game in before this, and I couldn't find anyone that was able to make it work. But, so yeah. I, uh, yeah, I kind of have like a little bit opposite thing from Kyle where like, you know, all your, this is bedtime, right? So all your kids are in, are in bed or on their way to being in bed. You know, all my kids are older. So like, you know, they're like roaming the house right now. Yeah, like, yeah. So, you know, so like they're up and I can like talk to them, you know. Um, but, but yeah. <laughs> the image of just them roaming around the house, like just not saying words, just going, dude, it's like pretty bumping in the walls, pretty freaking like close. But like, you know, like, just... like creeps in a, in yeah. a, yeah, video exactly. game. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, it's just, we've got so much going on. We have three teenagers and a 12 year old. And so, like, you know, two, two of them are getting jobs, but don't have their licenses yet. So, like, we're like, like I carded one to an interview today and then I had to pick the other one up from work. And then, you know, our oldest, he's got his license, but he works a job. And so he's not even home yet. Like, it's just like, you know, so like he usually rolls in around nine o'clock. So like, it's nice to see him, but I can't because I have to come here and record this stupid, stupid podcast with Kyle. <laughs> 
what Jay is trying to say is he loves to be here and spend time with us. And it's we're important <laughs> enough that he carves out time for us in his busy schedule. Yeah. Yeah. So anywho, yeah, I mean that's uh yeah, that's where I'm at. <laughs> no, it's good to have you back, Kyle. We miss you. We I'm had we guys. had yeah we had two international podcasts so the first I saw one that. Yeah. we had Lucas and Timbo and then the second one Lucas and AJ it was good it was good to get different perspectives and but it's it's good to be back with the the regulars the old regulars yep and one of Tim's two shoulders yeah you know I keep, I keep catching that I can't I don't know how to because <laughs> you're wearing a green <laughs> the, the, the shirt the shoulders are like the same color as your keeps, background it keeps, it keeps disappearing it's <laughs> great. There we go. All right. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, we are going to talk about Legion at some point today. Um, but first, you got any housekeeping for us, Jay? Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> get on Patreon. Uh, you know, become a Patreon <laughs> supporter. Buy stuff from us. You know, the usual. Do we need to bring like Alec Baldwin in here to um, <laughs> fire up the sales pitch there? <laughs> abc abc yeah um uh, i don't know you know i yeah yeah just yeah. All you right. know this stuff that's i'm not fair. in the mode i'm not in the mode no I'm and i don't you. i don't think the I'm, listeners are either so just yeah that's fair um all right well um all right let's just get right into it before we started the cast uh jay you were talking about some let's why don't we start with hobby before we get to our our other topic What's tell us tell us about your wonders discovery of technical paints, Jay? So welcome. Yeah. Uh so the thing is, and I started this with these guys that Kyle told me to shut up and just wait for the podcast. So here, here we are. So years and years ago, when I when I did Warhammer Fantasy and I started my hobby journey, I, I started with Citadel paints and I, I have a bunch that I've bought over the years and they stay pretty well for me as long as I keep them tightly closed. And, but I've, I've slowly been moving through, like I, like I have a lot of army painter, uh, you know, I, I really like their airbrush paints. They, they're really nice. Um, and I like, I like some of the regular paints cause they're a little bit thinner and stuff. Um, and now actually recently I've been painting a lot with uh, monument hobby. They're really, really good. I really like their pro acrylics line. Uh, and so I haven't really used technicals in a long time. Um, you know, just like the basing technicals, you know, like some of the like iron crust surface and stuff like that. Um, and the mud one, you know, th that's, that's pretty much the stuff that I've used. So I saw a post today. Um, it, funny enough, it was in MCP. Uh, and somebody, painted like uh they used like a statue and they they painted it to look like uh oxidized and and in my head like oxidized like like copper like copper yeah like oxidized yeah, yeah. that's got the green or and then it, you could see yeah. the brass through it yeah, right yeah, yeah. yeah so so in my head um i i just did a table for adepticon i painted one for them where i did oxidized copper for the roof uh, for a Ferrex table, I hand painted all of that. Like that was all hand painted. Um, and, uh, and it looked great. Don't get me wrong, but I saw this. And then I saw in the comments, someone was like, Oh, how'd you do that? And they were like this technical called Nilica 
oxide or something it's like the oxide that. yeah it's, yeah and it's i was literally called oxide yeah yeah and i was like what and then when i went to buy it uh it had it recommended typhus corrosion and Another then a good one yeah. yeah and then also uh riza rust for dry and i was just like i don't have that one yeah. oh these are <laughs> exist like yeah. i mean yeah i was like what the i've been like creating this and doing like salt rubs and like so i don't know if you guys know how to do that have you ever seen that so basically um this sounds what, like a spa treatment yeah 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 so what i do is <laughs> i spray paint like a, a reddish orange tint right mm -hmm. on on the model for the base then what i do is i use hairspray and a little bit of like kosher salt, the big flaky mm -hmm. salt, and yep. you stick it on there in different parts where you want to like the rest come through. And then you hit over all of that. You hit over that with whatever the top layer color is going to be. Okay. So in this case, this was a rusted ATST that I did. And so you hit it with a gray. And then what you do is you take a brush, like a toothbrush, you wet it a little bit and you just rub it all over the model. And wherever that salt was, it'll peel off. And it'll start to, and it'll look like layered rust. And yeah. so, uh, you know, that's how I do rusting. And then I, and or I hand paint the rusting, right? And and that's the other way I do it. <clears throat> so this is how I've been doing it uh, for a few years. And I, I didn't know that I could be saving myself a lot of time and heartache um, by just yeah, getting man. this technical. So yeah, we are. It's funny you say ATSD because that's, I I've I use it on my especially my imperial vehicles. I do I'll do the the oxide like right in the joints and then normally coming off of the joints or something like that, it'll be uh some of the the corrosion or vice versa, something like that. Those two I use back and forth. Just depends. But yeah, yeah. they're great. I really like the oxide one and the typhus corrosion. I will say that your mileage may vary on the rust one. I personally prefer the look of just like hand painted rust uh, yeah. over the riser rust thing, but the riser rust thing is definitely less effort. Um, on the other hand, like the that oxide one, it is significantly easier than doing it by hand, and I think it also looks better. Um, it does. And so I'll say too between the between the corrosion and the rust, or the oxide rather, um, I've found at least in my use it tends to be that the oxide drips more in a good way. So like, it looks like use gravity as your friend. And so make it look like wherever it would naturally drip, like from a joint or something like that, wherever it's like oozing from or whatever you want to call it, it would just naturally kind of do that. And it, like the typhus corrosion does that as well, but I found that the oxide does it a little bit better, but yeah, mm -hmm. it's a really cool effect. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, um, you know, I saw this. Somebody actually, it was really interesting. Uh, actually, it's a one of our listeners who's also doing MCP now, Houston Cadwell. So he posted in the Marvel uh, Crisis Protocol. What he did was he took, and this might be something cool for Legion actually uh, that you could do for Legion, not just for MCP. Is uh, I don't know if you guys ever saw the Disney Infinity game that they had, where uh, it was kind of like Spyro, where they had these. So basically, it was these little oh, statues, yeah, like it, statues yeah, yeah. that you would put on a base for the video game, and they would activate that character in the game, right? And so there are these really neat, like 
animated versions of these characters. And so what he did was he took one of those and he painted it with that oxidized paint. And so it looks like a bronze, like a, like a statue uh, that's, that's been, you know, that's rusting in some uh, beginning the oxidation process. Right. Um, and so uh, in Disney infinity absolutely had star Wars uh, ones as well. So you could do, you could do it for that too, but but yeah, it's a really cool idea. And I saw it and somebody asked him how he did it and it's just that paint. And I was just like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, it's a game changer. Yeah. And it saves a lot of time. It's a lot quicker than whatever the heck you were talking about. Yeah. Putting salt on my models. I have heard I have heard of that. I've heard of the hairspray thing too, with just um like weathering generally. Yeah. Because when you put hairspray over a model and then you paint over it. It basically makes it so that, that the paint doesn't like stick. Mm. Um, so you can, you know, you do like a. I, I I tried this with a T forty seven, and it was a complete disaster. So maybe I'm not like the best authority on this. Um, I ended up like stripping the whole thing, starting over, and just doing it by hand, and then it looked way better. But uh, if you do your undercoat, like Jay said, and then. Um, you can uh, instead of the salt thing, you know, you just spray it with hairspray, and then you do the, whatever you want the actual color to be, and then you take a toothbrush and you just score it. Um, then the scoring will show through because it'll peel that top layer off, and then the under layer will show through it. When I did it, it looked absolutely terrible. So maybe you shouldn't try. It. <laughs> but, yeah, Jay, when you said um, the salt thing, I thought you meant just like literally just putting salt on the model and just leaving it. And that's why I was like, yeah, I've heard of that before. But what you said makes a lot more sense. So that's good. Yeah, the true salty tears. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's actually actually well, putting actual well, salt like on your menu. salt. <laughs> no, I know. It's, yeah, it's like like big kosher salt. Just bring salt. a salt so, yeah, shaker. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, There's, there was some guy in the X-Wing scene many years ago. I forget who it was. Maybe it was Brett crazy man that he is i forget who it was but he would just bring around a uh a container of morton salt and then if he beat you uh or if you beat him something like that you would sign it and that was just his <laughs> his trophy of tears it's good trophy it's of good tears time. nice yeah all right anything else on technicals yeah they exist apparently so <laughs> they do and they're great here we go yep yep, yep. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a fan of like some of the other like I don't I know some people like contrast paints that's not for me, um, but like the technical paints and then the the basing texture paints are awesome, in my opinion. I go um, back and forth on contrast paint, but that's a whole nother. Yeah, it, it I, depends. It depends. I just I feel like it's it's a very distinctly different look, um, and at least if you're working with an airbrush uh it's um you can you can duplicate the speed while getting a much more like quote unquote normal looking finish yeah um, every time i've used a contrast recently i've found like oh i could duplicate this better if i just baste it and then put a put did a, a wash or something on it or, yeah, yeah, yeah. A wash on it yeah yeah but you know i know some people like them i know some people have been able to do some really cool stuff with them like there's some some pretty advanced painting techniques you can do with contrast yeah. paints. I just that's not a part and, of my brain that I've taken the time to train. So 
And um, for some of them, especially the high pigment ones, some of them are really, really beautiful. And they like give you mm-hmm. a really unique finish. Like Flesh Terror's Red is probably my favorite because it's like a really deep, rich red. And I think there's a purple that I really like too. But yeah. All right. Should we move on to topic number two? 2A? Sure. Actually, so there's something that I briefly want to talk about. It's a form ruling. Um, Hot off the presses. Hot hot off off the presses. presses. Yeah, literally like within the last hour or so, this popped up. So the short version is that historically, and whether this was correct or not, this is what was done everywhere uh, for the most part, is when you force push a unit that has an objective token, the player doing the force pushing, since they're moving the unit leader, places the objective token. Um, which meant that if you had a force user and you were playing like hostage or recover or something like that, you could place that objective token in a spot where you could base it with one of your units or even with the force user potentially, depending on how the melee is. And so basically it gave you control over the final placement of that objective token. Um, so there's a, there's a forum ruling coming out basically that said, um, I guess the language, the actual text says, uh, let me make sure I get this correct. After the unit performs any movement, that unit's controlling player may pick up any claimed objective tokens and place them in base contact with the unit leader. Um, something else just occurred to me here, which is weird also, but let's focus on the um, controlling player bit because that's the part that was interpreted by this forum ruling. Basically, it was ruled that controlling player means not the player that is controlling the move, but the player that actually owns the unit that is being moved. Um so not the player doing the force push. Yeah. Which some um, weird verbiage there, but yeah. Uh yeah. I I think it would be more clear if it said like owning player. Because right. to me, a controlling yes. player is the player that's controlling the unit when right, they're because, force pushing it. <laughs> right. Because technically I'm I'm moving your unit with the force push. Yeah. It's like a weird inconsistency. Like you're controlling the unit leader's movement, you're controlling the cohesion of the minis, but you're not controlling the objective token placement. This will probably be cleared up in a later ruling. So it could be. Yeah. I mean, maybe by the time this comes out, it'll maybe maybe yeah, the language will say was, owners. Maybe the it was, was that a joke? A, a salt, that was a salty joke, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Someone was was joking that they should make a t shirt that said like this will be clarified in a future update, I think is the, the precise language. That's yeah. that's the quote. Yeah. Sorry, it's yeah. been a minute. Yeah. Yeah, this will be clarified in a future update. Um anyway, long story short. If this stands, um, I think this is a pretty big nerf to force users generally, and specifically uh, Yoda and force users with force choke. Yeah, who are kind of the force users that have um, leveraged the quote-unquote claim objectives, which primarily are recover and hostage. Technically, bombing run also, but um, sure. mostly recover and hostage as like strong objectives for them. Uh, and I feel like this really, this is a pretty significant nerf to their ability to control those objectives. Um, yeah, because you could, especially like you said with the choke ones. I didn't even think about the choke one, but you're absolutely right. Like I was thinking of Yoda, but yes, yep. with the choke one, because you can move, put the objective closest to you, or almost touching you, or whatever, or touching you, kill, or touching you. Yeah, yeah, if possible, and then choke out whoever's carrying it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. A, this is a pretty big like balance change. Um, but I'm also I'm also the person that harps against 
force push and force choke are too cheap so i don't know i don't know i go back and forth but i also play them all the time so like i i'm my own worst enemy maybe yeah and maybe we can have that conversation on a future cast but like i i get that argument except that they're not really cheap because they're attached to, to very expensive characters almost universally um sure like that force sure. upgrade slot is locked behind you know minimum 155 sure. points uh whereas like if you look at characters that don't have force slots that are also very good in melee like you know grievous right grievous is what 150 um he doesn't have a force slot and he's terrible <laughs> because like you know it's if you were to if you were to take a force user and like remove force push or force choke from their kit um but they would be extremely they would be grievous <laughs> i was just like gonna the, say yeah we yeah. know what they look like and it's, it, it's general grievous, grievous. Yeah. yeah that's right um, there you go like they you know it's not an efficient melee profile for what you're paying for and it's not an efficient defensive profile either like you sure. grievous has eight health you know most right. force users have like five or six um the, the thing yeah. the thing that makes force users that expensive is the fact that they can do unique things with their force abilities yeah so i don't know no that's fair and i think and again like you said this might be a separate cast but i'm just i i do agree with and i know this has been said before maybe i think by developers or something like that but i don't like that I don't like that for every force user that exists, force push is just an auto include. Like, I, it, it's annoying to me. I get it. I don't think I don't think it's wrong. Like, I get like right now that's what you should do. But like, I just don't like that design space. I think it's kind of boring. Like, I, if you give me two force slots, I want to have the conversation of what should I be putting in these two force slots. Not, oh, you gave me two force slots, so really I only have one because <laughs> one's force push I, i'd rather force push just be like a thing that all force users could do i agree um, i agree just natively and then you just you know i yeah. i think i think that's i think that's the thing too that's also not unique to the force slot um yeah there, there's fair. just not i feel like we have in the game we have slot variety and then within those slots there's kind of like an upgrade for each role if that makes right. sense like yeah, if you yeah, have a yeah. melee unit your training upgrade is tenacity you know sure um so it, i think it's the same with the training slot i think it's the same with the command slot um you know so i, I don't think that's or or Oh, push depending on your weapon profile like if you have like lethal or something like that and no tactical or something you know i have not seen O push since it went to six points well that's also very true that's it's not on my wookies anymore I'll tell you that yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> i bet tenacity still is though if i can yeah if i yeah. can no yeah i think that's like a separate um and i don't even know if that's an issue because i feel like i don't know uh that's a separate conversation um but i i would i would say that i don't think that the fact that um the force slot has like a handful of upgrades that are significantly better than the other ones are i don't think that's unique to the force slot let's put it that way no i agree um, i agree maybe it's just for me it's the most pronounced like that's where i see it the yeah. most but again i agree it's not the only slot that has that problem right yeah all right. Um, any other thoughts on that, Jay? You were totally silent on that topic. Is that just not something that you care about? <laughs> no, I 
I agree. With, I mean, what do you want me to say? It's clearly it's a hard hitting interview question. Yeah, so it, do you hate force users, Jay? Is that yes. what you're saying? Yeah. No, I mean, it's, I don't know. It's just hard to talk about this stuff because sometimes I just feel like, I just feel like some of the decisions they make are just really willy nilly. And it's just like, uh, okay, why, why just, and I, and I don't like the forum either because it's like, yeah. I feel like sometimes it's not like really thought out. It's just like the answer that whoever the moderator gave that day. And now it's a rule. And so it's like, so, oh, so this is the way we've been doing it for this entire time. But because today somebody asked a forum ruling, it completely got reversed and it's wrong. And but but they'll never go back and say that it's wrong. They'll just be like, this is the this is the ruling. And yeah, this like is how it was interpreted. Yeah. And 90 percent of the people will never know. And 10 percent of us will know. And then it'll come up at some tournament and we'll get in this somebody will get in a big fight. And be like, oh, but it was in the forum. Don't you read the forum? And this other person could be like, what the hell is the forum? Right. And like, this is just, this is how it always goes. And so I just get mostly frustrated and yeah. not even from a competitive standpoint, like that's fine because we all read the forums. And, and by the time you get to like a highly competitive, most people will know, but, but like, I, it's just like, I, I feel like I like the concept of a forum FAQ. I think that yeah. it's a, I think that it's good to have a place because there will always be some gray areas. And I think it's good to have a place to go to get those clarified. I feel like since the CRB, we are leaning on the forum significantly more than yeah. previously. Yeah. And for stuff that, that is like <laughs> and for stuff that is like really important, um, you know, like the the cover rules, the interpretation of the cover rules, uh there's that forum clarification that says essentially that it's all to all, not pick a point um and the reason that that has to be a form clarification is because a significant number of people when they read the text in the crb they think that it is attacker picks a point a because that makes more sense but b that's kind of what it says and it's funny because you can see um <laughs> i mean there's there's a million places this topic occurs yeah. but one of them is uh Embueja ben from team relentless put a video up on cover i think at this point now months ago but it still generates comments on the YouTube. And you can see like the evolution of people's um, thought process because they'll post something and be like, the first post is like, no, you're wrong. That's stupid. That's not how it works. And then, yeah, and, and then they'll, they'll be, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then somebody will respond and be like, actually, that is how it works. And be like, no, that's dumb. Like, here's the text from the CRB, like attacker picks a point. And then someone will post like the forum ruling and then the original poster is like, oh, Wow, that's really stupid. <laughs> yeah, you know what it is? It's it is the Legion version of the episode five scene of in on on Bespin, where like when Luke and Vader are talking, and it's just like, no, that's not true. Yeah. That's impossible. That's impossible. And then, and then you, you just scream no and you dive off the cliff and you just you embrace it because you're like, All right. yeah, and it's like yes. search your feelings. You know it to be true. I don't you're know. Like you're right. I do. Yeah. Bye. Wee. Well, yeah. And like I guess maybe why I was being I'm trying to think through this, but. Screw it. I'll just do it out loud. So okay. like I'm trying to be I've been trying to be positive because I feel like a lot of things that have been happening lately have been pretty positive. I, I, I don't you know, I like some of the units coming out. I, I, you know, 
I think some of that's been really balanced. Sure. There's some, there's some things here and there like, yeah, yeah. You know, we don't have to keep going over, but dark troopers and blizzard force that were clearly not tested enough. And that's okay. That happened. That happens, right. That happens in every game that happens. And so I, I was okay with that. And, and Ahsoka looks pretty good. Ventress is good. You know, Cody looks fine. Like all the, they, yeah. they look good. They look good. All the, all the characters they've put out are actually pretty fine. Yeah. I think. yeah. And, yeah. and yeah. so everything's yeah. been really positive. Their communication's been good. Like things have been relatively positive. And I've been trying to stay on the, because I can really swing to the negative really quick. And it's just stuff like this that just drives me insane because it's just like, Whoever made that decision just has not has just not played enough because you would you would never say that 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 was the answer based on playing like you because that doesn't make any sense. Well, or and I think I agree, but then I think if we're going to have big, not just game changing rulings and and form rulings but like kind of like almost like game theory changing because like like that changes the whole outlook of of how a force user could play potentially you know, especially like objective play and things like that yeah which is like the primary thing they bring to the table right sure yeah um i think it would be really beneficial and this is probably a pipe dream but let me have my dreams i think it'd be really beneficial to have someone come on and just say hey here's why we did this like here's our rationale for it um even if it whether you agree or disagree it would just be really nice to hear like hey here's what we were thinking and you might say like well i disagree with that but okay at least i know your rationale that's nice to know instead of just like this is the way it is good luck it feels like kind of a black box sometimes yeah yeah and again it just it feels i wouldn't say willy-nilly i i know when you guys said that before, but Me. I wouldn't say willy nilly. That's not a Kyle word. That's a Ar- Ar- word. Arbitrary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Arbitrary willy nilly are two sides of the same coin. Well, same kinds of the silly coin. I don't know. Um, it, 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 it's. But could... it is, it does feel like kind of at not random, but it just, just kind of feel like very swinging back and forth. Well, cause it's, about that? this is why this is, this is why. This is a company that has made it very clear. And I I don't mind this, right? As someone who plays MCP right now, I I don't mind this thought process, right? Is that, hey, we're making these games to have fun. It's about having fun and rolling dice and going out and having a good time. Okay, that's great. Then then stop having world championships for Legion and and setting an expect er, and world's invites and setting an expectation for a high level competitive scene but then treat all the rules as if it's just ah we're just having fun here guys like those are two different thoughts and you can't you can't do both right so mcp they don't there's no worlds it's not there's not a world's championship it's just hey come play at adepticon i i guess lvo is kind of like the community's world championship, you know, quote unquote, because it's, you know, but like, it's not a real world's championship. It's not a sanctioned world's championship like Legion, X-Wing, and Armada are, right? They, they're sanctioned world's championship. If that's what you're doing, if you're giving out invites to a world's event, expecting everybody to be competitive, you can't then on the same side, arbitrarily, willy-nilly, make rules changes that we've all like that makes sense for a competitive scene it just it drive it's just driving me crazy 
I, and I, I second that and I hear that. But again, I think you can if you explain what your thought process is. Like just, you don't even no, have to justify No, you can't. Yourself. You can't. Just say no, what you is. can't because you can't have <laughs> the Super Bowl or the World Series and then arbitrarily change rules in the lead up to it. Like it just, that's just. It's, yeah. And, and this kind of comes back maybe to the thing that. Um, I'm all fired up. The main, the main topic. Right, maybe we should jump on this while Jay is fired up. Um, there you go. There, there was a conversation uh, in our Discord about, um, you know, like, well, I can't wait for the balance changes, and Legion feels kind of stale right now, and it could shake things up. And I, there was, there were several responses that basically were like, you know, is is that really the reason that Legion feels stale, or is it something else? And I, I think it's, I think it's actually multiple factors. Don't get me wrong, we need some points changes for sure. Like Dark Troopers and Blizzard, people are sick of them. There's other things that, you know, it's not just those two things either, right? Um, but uh, I think it's also, uh, I don't want to get into the cover changes on this episode because we've done that extensively, but that is something that, um, at least for me personally, uh, I found fun and fresh and unique to Legion um, from a tactical perspective and also from an ease of place perspective, frankly, and now it's just cumbersome and also not fun. And that like takes away a huge part of it for me, but we've done episodes on that in the past. I don't want to revisit it. The other thing is that um, like the objectives, people are like, well, we need an objective overhaul. And this conversation wasn't being had, you know, whatever, six months ago. And yeah. now it is. And I, I think the reason there's a couple of reasons for that. The, the core reason is, and this is kind of Jay's point is that the game was built on like a different foundation than um what's being applied to it now which is look that's fine but if that's the case then like some of the like the, there's some easy fixes i think to some of these objectives that would like move them closer to the new it seems like they're trying to move it from more of like a you know like a, a positioning chess match uh to like beer and pretzels slam stuff at each other and throw dice which look like if that's that that's the idea that's fine, but like the objectives were not built on that same foundation, and that's why some of them are starting to feel stale. Is because you've taken away a lot of that positional nuance in that chess match, but you haven't actually changed like the thing that you're trying to accomplish in a way that yeah jives with that. And it's it a couple of them are simple things too. Like they've essentially removed two object two of the eight objectives, twenty five percent of the objectives from competitive play with some of the CRB changes. The first is payload um when they made it not fly anymore you know you introduce a reasonably high chance that one player could just be completely unable to score um before the game starts and that objective is not going to get taken and it's not uh you know we we saw from this is in i think our last one shots maybe even two months ago one shots but um payload was the least taken battle card at the world championships out of all, not just the objectives but all the battle cards and it was not close like um and that's because like you, you just you can't risk just not being able to win <laughs> um and that's not fun either and that's such yeah. a simple thing like they they made it so you know again not appreciating nuance they made it so the payload couldn't fly anymore and that effectively deleted it from competitive yep. play um and the other one is vaps the, the change to the tie break 
does basically the same thing because VAPS often devolves to kill points. And clearly you could say that that is a core issue with VAPS and not the tiebreak rules. Sure. And um, I think that's fine, but then you have to change the VAPS objective. You can't just make yeah. the tiebreak change that deletes VAPS from the game without changing VAPS. Like, I think there's a real... Years. We need a fifth VAP. Give me a fifth VAP. There are, I think oh. there are a lot of different ways you could do it. Give um, me a fifth VAP right in the middle, KP style. Boom. As close as you can get to the middle of the map, fifth VAPerator. Boom. I, and I, I have an opinion on that. I think that would be an improvement, clearly. I actually think a lot of the objectives rely too much on a single thing in the middle. Um, like what I would do personally is I would um, make it so that you have to place the VAP that you place has to be like within range two of your opponent's deployment zone or within range three of your opponent's deployment zone or something like that. And then you basically end up with, maybe you still do four VAPs, but you basically end up with um, like they're kind of in similar locations, but they're on the wrong side of line of sight blockers and things like that. Sure, sure. Um, yeah. And then you can actually zone them instead of, you know, it just like you can safely do your VAPs and it devolves to kill points. It, it puts them right. more in play. That's another way yeah, to put yeah. them more in play. But I... I feel like the danger with the fifth VAP thing is that you just get like recover where the two quote unquote home objectives kind of don't matter. And then it's all about the middle one. Um, I think I'd like to see some of those quote unquote safe objectives matter more, but. No, I agree with that. Yeah. I would say the only, I would say that the two home objectives kind of don't matter already. Cause then it was just a kill game more or less. I mean, sometimes they matter, but yes, I agree. Sometimes. Sure. Sure in a traditional competitive game yeah they, it's like okay we're going to put ours in the safest location possible right tap it with our you know one courage unit in the backfield and then we're good unless someone has something to counteract right. that but that's yeah. a whole different level yeah i would personally so maybe we can hit vaps first personally what i would do is i would hit the core issue there and i would make those home vaps actually in play essentially rather yeah, than adding like because then a functionally a fifth VAP is the same thing as just having one VAP. Like you might as well just put one evaporator in the middle of the table, you know? Sure. Yeah, um, yeah that's true. I, I would make it so that like, you know, the VAPs that you're placing have to be within range something of your opponent's deployment zone rather than, you know, mm -hmm. must be range X away from your own deployment zone kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, so that would be my VAPs change. I know we're talking objectives, but I do want to, the way you said that just maybe think about it we never ever talk about this no one ever talks about it but i do think it's actually a little bit of a, like a low-key issue especially with cover changes i wish that fortified positions was range one from your deployment not range two because it's basically most of the time the entire map just gets covered in barricades yeah i also wish I'm it was okay. like half half as many barricades agree agree yeah but like the fact that i can like we're most deployments like we're almost touching barricades like it's just come on like what are we doing and again with the cover changes now especially like it just makes yeah it where you can hide entire four separate units behind one barricade right yeah. and it's just it's you're basically deciding like okay this entire game's going to be a heavy cover game which it kind of already is anyway but then you're just yeah. guaranteeing it but anyway right. i, I know it's not objective but it feeds into objectives yeah. yep i think what this game needs is seasons i think that you you don't have stand because here's why kyle i see you pouting over there mr competitive that was, that was not a pout and here here's here's it's my eyebrow raise 
There, there you go. Eyebrows. Because how many times would we change when things are static, like an objective or a condition or a deployment? And static, I mean, you know, the same card, right? When when we're keeping that one objective, how many times can you change it for every time you change the rules or something comes out that breaks it, right? So my thought is if you did seasons, you could keep some of these in there or rotate them through, but maybe the seasons are how the evaporators work or how uh, you know different objectives or conditions work for this season based on where we are at the rules, based on where we are at the with the meta. Um, and then that could be a way of kind of keeping things balanced as well, because sometimes things become unbalanced because everything's changing around it, but these certain things are staying static. I think my, my issue with that is, um, I think that would require more work than current to actually make it implemented in a way that makes for a good game. Um, yeah, maybe. Because part of the problem right now is not that like some objectives are better than others or that you can like heavily skew your deck. It's that we're essentially playing with six objectives instead of eight. And that makes it less interesting. Um, sure. It, and I, it, I, I, I'm always in favor of kind of addressing the core issue rather than like a Band-Aid. Um, which you know i think i think vaps is a perfect example like if people think vaps is boring the solution is not to change how the tie breaks work and mess with all the other objectives the solution is to make vaps less boring <laughs> um but yeah i um i get what you're saying jay i think that would be interesting i think that would require more work than even just like in a minor way tweaking the objectives would um so uh, I don't I don't know that that end state let me put it this way I think that that end state unless it's implemented in a way that is like fulsome and uh properly understanding of the nuance I think we could end up in a much worse position with something like that than we currently have because it, you could end up with a stuff that's stuff that's willy-nilly and uh yeah. the the objectives really all the battle cards but especially the objectives like really foundationally affect how the game plays. Um, and I would be like extremely careful about changing them on a permanent basis, much less on a recurring basis. Well, I mean, but you're asking for changes, right? So, so my, what I'm saying is with the state of it is, and, and what my belief is their view of the game um, I, I would rather have seasonal because I know it'll change. Do you know yeah. what I'm like? I know, I know that, okay, sure. This, maybe this objective isn't great. Like, let's say that we'll take this conversation and say evaporators isn't great, but I know after worlds, we're going to get a new set of seasonal, you know, you know what I mean? We would get another, yeah. get another season objectives that would change up how things are. It just seems to me that, no matter what happens, it's going to be bad. I would rather just not have it be static and be like, I, and be the one thing I always have to bring to it, it just pure chaos instead of uh, like accident, intentional chaos instead of accidental chaos. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't know if chaos is the right word for that. No, yeah. I think it's <laughs> it's not. It's I think the other thing too is if you look at it from like a developmental side is let's say okay so let's say there's a problem with vaps and we need to if we did the seasons thing take vaps out of this season you now as a developer you now have a whole season to work on vaps and figure out how do we make this better how do we improve this and uh, and not a huge overhaul or a huge change but you know how do we tinker with this a little bit so that that yeah. way it's a fresh next season but still familiar and hopefully better next season so I think it would just be depending on the nature of the changes, um, but I think it, I think you would find it would give a lot of breathing room to have those changes and to to grow that. Yeah, I just don't know that we have enough objectives right now to be pulling stuff out of rotation, um, and fair. I'm a little bit nervous that adding objectives would create more problems than it solves would it uh, really especially because... when we have current current objectives that could be tweaked in ways that are extremely minor to make them like payload's the perfect example you think payload, they're going to do that because they're I'm tweaking cool. them in the opposite way we just got a four right. ruling look i can just completely messed up right like i can this is wish listing yeah, jay yeah, yeah. i can hope <laughs> i'm <making laughs> no you're supposed to be the realist here i need you to be realistic i'll blow your mind yeah. I'm one of those in that small percentile. I still bring payload. I don't care. Give it to me. Let's you play this game, it. baby. Come on. I don't give a crap. Let's go. Tim, I know somebody. There were, this is why you the, lose. Yeah. There was, <laughs> there's many reasons why I lose. There's so many reasons. I mean, think I think about from a design perspective, if you were like, on this objective, there's a, there's a pretty good chance that one player will simply not be able to score any points before the game starts. Like, that's not oh, a good it's a thing. Horrible. Oh, yeah. it's a horrible design space. No, it's, it's absolutely horrible. It needs to be fixed. Absolutely. I'm still bringing it. It's yeah, great. yeah. That's that's fair. <laughs> but I, And that's an example of like an extremely minor change that would like payload was a great objective before. And I think it, I think it in a way favorite. that, I think Honestly. in a way that like was consistent with their philosophy of like, because most often the thing that happened with payload is you would get this massive scrum where the payloads were supposed to, you know, where they intersected with each other. And sometimes you would get interesting paths where they, you know, did like, you know, one was passing in a T or sometimes anyway. Sometimes you, you would get like one player that wants to fight a turn before the next player. Yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. Like, just because of positions, it's like, I don't want to really fight you, but I have to. And yeah, it was yeah. very interesting. It's a really fun objective. And like, I never had a boring game of payload, but. Agree. Um, and that, that's like a super simple, very small tweak that changes it from unplayable all the way back to one of the best and most interesting objectives. Um, and yeah. I think there are, I think VAPS and Payload are the two clearest examples of like quote unquote unplayable objectives. But I think some of the other ones could be improved to be more interactive also, if that's the goal. Um, do we want to do some quick hits on some of the other ones? Sure. Those, those are the two big ones, but yeah. My next well, one is case. We're going to need forum rulings to make sure we know exactly how to use all of them because it'll be clarified in a future. It'll be updates, yeah, finally. clarified in a future update. Uh, KP is my next one. I, Back in I, my day, KP was real bad. All right, so oh, I'll still take it, don't get me wrong. It was. It was. <laughs> I know. I yes. know you know. Yeah, I was there. That got fixed very quickly, though. That was within months of the game coming out. It did. How about that? What a concept. Yeah. Um, but as it is now, although it is clearly better than it was, 
it is still an objective that's kind of all about the middle and all about the middle specifically on the last turn of the game. Um, I think it's it's not it's not like completely uncommon, but I would say it's unusual for the home objectives to be relevant other than like you got to leave a unit behind. Um, it's mostly all about like how many unit leaders can I stack on the center objective on the last turn. And th there's there's two problems I have with that. The first is that it's boring. Um, because often you get these situations where like both players are just kind of casually trying to conserve units until the last turn and then they just both rush the center. But also it, you get a lot of weird like rules interactions with like melee and pulling stuff off the objective and like can stuff physically fit and like how big is the terrain piece and can it be blocked off by a vehicle um because it, it's the it is the only objective that requires like physical touching um and i worry there's two changes that i would want to kp my worry is that it just becomes like intercept that can have more things score it but because of the two changes I think that would improve KP would be to add progressive scoring, so it's not all about turn six. Um, and then also make it a within range instead of touching to remove the like weird, you know, melee pulling stuff off, blocking space with things that can't physically yeah. fit, um, etc. But then it's basically intercept, so I don't I know if that's say, like... I, I agree with you, but then it becomes, to me, it becomes intercept, except for the fact that vehicles can score no, vehicles can score right yeah and it's funny you say the home home point doesn't matter it does change sometimes because i have won a couple games before with playing saber tanks where i just double move onto the home point onto their home point and be like oh here's one i've kicked you off the point there what you if go. you but what yes. if you made the home points uh score double the the middle point Ooh. so that way if both players if each player scores their home point then the middle point yeah. is still basically the tie break right sure it, like if each home point is 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 worth two um, so almost like a reverse intercept where intercept double scores at the end i guess that wouldn't make a difference because i mean there would be situations where like one player can't score their home objective at all and then you score your home objective and if they score the middle it doesn't matter um sure. but i don't know maybe that could get weird but it would make the home points matter Maybe you have range only matter for the middle point. So the home points are base to base. Home points are base to base because they're your base. And then your middle point is the only one that matters as far as range one of the middle KP. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think, Jay? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we, All right. We caught you at a real salty. Uh, I, salty I really today, just so. don't care. All right. And we started we started off with the hobby section of sprinkling physical salt onto models yeah. and uh, it's only devolved <laughs> I'm, from there. I'm really sorry. I apologize to the listeners. I'm just so distracted by this whole rules from change. Like it's just it's just like bothering me so much right now because it's like <laughs> even if okay, even if they made our wish list changes, right? Let's say they did the right thing. And and or what we think is the perceived. How do you touch player? your mic so much and it doesn't pick it up? Like if I if I tap my mic, it, anyway. Because I'm continue. a professional. I'm, I'm not some. I'm not. Is that what the like, rubber band on yeah. your microphone says? Okay, go ahead. What rubber band? Isn't that? Never mind. Anyway, uh, carry on. It looks like a rubber band, but I think it it's like just it's just part of the. Uh, this right here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's gold plated, son. This is. <laughs> I know you don't see gold where you're from, you poor redneck. <laughs> this is gold. 
<laughs> Does it matter if it's cold if it looks like a rubber band? <laughs> I guess not. I, I can't even see one of your shoulders, you nerd. So don't even <laughs> tell me what's on my microphone. Uh, That's fair. That's fair. Touche. <laughs> um, I'm just like at a loss right now because even if even if the even if the objectives were right, some arbitrary ruling <laughs> ten years into the game is gonna screw it up. Like I just I just don't understand. I. I'm just flabbergasted by that ruling. I'm sorry. Like, listen, is it a huge deal to the game in general? No, I understand that it isn't. Is it a huge deal for that objective and force users? Yes. Like, it, like I played a lot of Luke, like OP Luke, and that's one of the tricks that you like. You're like, oh, we're on recover. It's like one of the reasons you play OP Luke. Right. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, you're like, oh, we're on recover. Yep. I know. The, here's the plan. Well, now that's just not a thing anymore. And it's just like, well, then why am I doing any of this anymore? Oh, it's it's, just it's so frustrating. It's I'm a sorry. massive nerf to force push. I know. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Yeah. And, uh, I know. No, I get Tim, what you're saying. You don't agree and whatever. I don't care. It's just like. I, I do pretty much. I don't know if it's massive nerf, but it is a good size nerf. It's a big nerf. Force push. It's yeah. a big, it's I a agree. big enough nerf that I'm like, because the reason. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even talk about like actual. This is bothering me so much. Like, listen, <laughs> I, listen, folks at home, I, I understand. We are just talking heads. Am I actually upset? Not really. I'm going to go sleep in my nice warm bed and be fine after this. But like for the context of this show, you know. Yeah, it's here's my thing with it. And then I think we should leave that. Let that topic die. <laughs> no. Wow. He's the, right, Jay. It, He's right. it is a big nerf to force push because the reason that you take, in my opinion, the primary reason, almost the entire reason, at least that I take a force user, is so that I can play hostage and recover and be good at those and yeah. hopefully better at those than my opponent. It's the same reason, like, you take speeders so you can play bombing run, you know? Like, it, this game is designed around the fact that certain list archetypes and certain units are good at certain objectives. Yeah. Um, and for what appears to be kind of an arbitrary change, as Jay is harping on, it's essentially made it so that like the reason that you take Yoda is significantly watered down. Yeah. In a way that yeah feels kind of arbitrary. Yeah. Um, right. And, like, and so explain, Kyle. Let's explain this to people okay. who maybe think we're like insane. Your talk. You. You are basically in certain situations talking about a one activation claim turn and claim to a multiple act activation uh point grab you, you mean if, if you can't if you don't have a control over where the objective ends up yeah yeah that like so so, so and usually when you're doing this, you're diving, I would say, you know, turn six, but the last you're, you're diving the last turn. Like if you're up against time, you're diving in, you're going to force pull them in. You're going to move the objective. So it's touching your, the base of your mini and their base. And then you're going to kill the leader and then you're going to pick up or, you know, the unit, generally the unit, but like, you're going to kill whatever it's holding that. And then you pick it up with your second action like that. Yep. It so you can't do that anymore. So it right. like like so it like 
the whole lead up into like getting your force user, diving your force user in, especially in today's meta, like that... where they can die to a stiff breeze. Yeah. Like... Right. Well, I think that's what I was going to say too, is I think part of the issue is not so much like, I think if this was a change that affected like trooper squads or something like that, it's one thing because you're like, all right, we could just have to learn to play around it or we have to change how we're addressing this. That's fine. But I mean, we, we touched on this before when we were talking about force push in general and and force powers and force slots it's this platform is so expensive and now a huge part of why it's so expensive a huge part of its cost is now gone so now you're paying even more for a worse product like let's take legion out of it right like if, if i give you something and then automatically make it worse and say okay but you have to keep paying for it and you have to pay an exorbitant price for it yeah for the same product that's now worse than what you initially thought you were paying for, you're going to be upset. Yes. And I think for me, it's, it's, uh, I'm trying to like, I know I'm very hostily talking, hostile about this, but like, because it's just you're like, not remove any of that suppression. You're, you're yeah. like erasing a, an entire type of unit from the game and you don't like arbitrarily, like you don't even, I don't even think they know they're doing it. They're just like, no, oh, no, it doesn't. No, that guy gets to move the box, not him. Like, and they're like, okay, well, force. Why is no one using force users anymore? Yeah, I, and I don't know because you took away one of their two only objectives that they're good on. Well, and it's, it's funny we. Ugh, I just want sorry, to. Say, I, it's funny yeah. we talk about that because I was just building a list earlier, and I was like, can I fit a force user in here? And then I was looking, I was like. Do I care? <laughs> Do I care? And the answer is no. I'm like, no, because now what's my what's my plan for that list? It's a very gunline heavy list. What's my plan? Shoot the force user as it comes in. <laughs> that's that's it now. And with no deflect, it's gonna die. Well, well it, it, just none of it makes any sense anymore. Like, you know, like your whole like strategy of like protecting yourself to grab the box, then grabbing the box and then you then do it last first and then first on the next turn to like hide behind something. So you have the box that's gone now. That's gone because your next turn you're you're spending to move to then grab the box. And now you're down an entire activation and you're in the breeze. I meant with no surging defense. Sorry, my bad. nobody cares. Yeah, I got you. I'm yeah. full of rage. <laughs> I know, but I caught myself out. I don't yeah. even know. What if you're someone's going to be like, Tim, you don't know what the rules are. I like the cart like I'm like months, a cartoon right? seems <laughs> just coming out of my ears right now. Like, <laughs> and I, I, I don't usually get this upset about this stuff, but this is driving me crazy because it's like, it's just like cut by a, you know, what is it? Death by a thousand cuts or whatever. Cause it's just like, we're just arbitrarily changing every You know who's not making those cuts? Uh, Jedi. Dude, yeah. <laughs> That's not it's, what they're for anyway. Um, Cause they're not even. They're not, they're they're not like, for anything anymore. Not, nothing, yeah, nothing yeah. they do makes sense. Because <laughs> if you were doing this for fun, they're not even fun to play. Like now when someone comes nothing... over, is that Anakin on your shelf? Yep, that, yeah, he sure right. is. There there's he is. nothing fun about this anymore. They just die to like I don't know somebody like looking at them wrong. They can't grab objectives. They can't do anything anymore. Like what is what is the point this, anymore? This is all a plot just to try and make Grievous look better. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> don't need no force slots. They're bad anyway. It's the long game. I just, I, it's the long um, game. We're just blind. I'm usually the calm and like. Hey guys, nah. it's just a game. I, it's fun, but this is real. This just like that just sent me in a 
tailspin. Like the more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm realizing how just like, because what's next? What arbitrary ruling on the forum is next that we're just going to let no offense to whoever the mod is now on the, but like, I don't think they have some like great think tank that like thinks through these things. Like they probably just have like a little chat and they're like, Hey, this was the question. What's the answer? Well, no, that's silly. Why would that be? So here's one more thing that I want to point out because I think this is, this is interesting. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Guys. <laughs> um, because this is also different from the previous RRG language that I noticed as I was reading this, that units controlling player may pick up any claimed objective tokens and place them in base contact with the unit leader. Can you choose to leave it? I, hmm. And then does it no. become unclaimed or is it still claimed? No. Oh, the reason the reason I'm bringing this up is because of the panic rules. Because right now there are situations where um now I guess I guess this would not interact directly with the panic rules because in order to move, you have to, um, you know, you can't force push your own unit. So that unit would have to be activating to move. And if they were to panic while they were activating, they would just automatically drop the box anyway. But this is relevant for other reasons because you could, it could be like, uh, you know, like lateraling a football, right? You've got a unit that's like low on health that has a box. You leave the token behind for another unit to pick up and that unit picks it up and keeps going. <laughs> Like, is that, Probably. is it, is it optional to take it with you? Cause it sure looks like it is now. <laughs> that sounds like a great forum post right there. That's a good forum question. And that, that was not there before that word may was not there before. So, um, right. we're just, we're just, you know, like this is, this is the problem, right? Like, listen, I know some of you are at home going, ah, Jay's out of his mind and you guys are taking this too far. But this is this is the problem that happens is exactly what Kyle's saying. Well, based on all the wording and structure and the rules that we've had thus far, uh, this is the same as, as the 501st within instead of at, right? Like, this is words matter. Like, yeah. <laughs> like words matter. And can, can, they, can we please acknowledge that that was a mistake and just fix it, like... No, Everybody they knows. meant that, and they meant to make the ARC Trooper gun, what was it, two black instead of a red and a black, or whatever they did. <laughs> All that's meant. It's on purpose. And so was well, the no, they, copyright they Marvel part, on Dan okay. <laughs> uh plastic. It's all purpose. No, I just... I love this game. And when things like this happen, it makes me upset because I see it more it less of a tiny like a mistake and more as a domino that's going to start tipping over other things and it's, it's going to ruin it's, it it's like a dam where you're trying to plug all the cracks with your fingers yeah yeah well and i think and again this goes back to what i was saying before i think for me the issue is i can deal with the cracks because we we smooth them over we address some things any game is going to have imperfections sure but it's the attitude behind it and i want to know what the thought process is behind it let me know what's going on and that's fine and then we can patch over these cracks but if you're just like if you just don't care then tell me you don't care that's fine but don't just gaslight me 
<laughs> don't just legion gaslight me into being like no 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 we care no totally yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but now you can leave a box behind and that's fine yeah <laughs> which was totally intentional yeah working as intended yeah exactly yeah everything is working as intended everything's fine pay no but, attention no to i anything. yeah i listen i guess it doesn't matter because I'm going to be playing Ewoks and not Force users. But I mean, it's just like... I, I'm strongly considering just not playing Force users now. because Yub nub, I guess, I'm, everyone. I, it's getting harder and harder to justify a Force user. Yeah. yeah they're, ex, they're expensive. They're extremely uh, unforgiving to play. And like, Why would I play a Force user when I could just play a Wookiee Chieftain? Yeah. 60% discount for, this, for more durability, relatively same more melee profile. Yeah. yeah. Double um, move. Yeah, agile, it's just, agile. It's just You're like the harsh. last point changes uh hit, you know, hit the force users kind of hard. The 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 you deflect know, specifically. Yeah, deflect. The, yeah. Well, deflect the point increase on burst of speed like the, yeah. the you know, there was a, a few things. And then this just is another like I mean, for God's sakes, they had no legs. Now you've taken an arm like I mean what more do you want from them what more do you want from these force users i just i get upset because i want i i want all these units to be viable i want this game to be balanced and i love this game and it just upsets me especially okay you want to make a big rules and update and points update and it all kind of makes sense together and i know i at least understand where you're coming from maybe i don't agree with it but i understand where you're coming from it's just arbitrary answer in a in a forums that's gonna like derail an entire unit type and it just well, it kills and me. again it's it's death by a thousand cuts it's yeah i don't know if they're taking the legs off of them yet but they're taking like one toe at a time you know no the legs are gone okay you can't use them can you can you run with like without legs no you can't okay. run without legs <laughs> all right well i hate to derail us to our uh, second what was your original here, but... question don't even remember well, something about objectives or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So stupid. Well, I was gonna <laughs> maybe the, maybe the other maybe the other five objectives are basically yeah. fine. I don't know. I, I what, think so. Okay. I think they're honestly. I really do. I think they're fine. Yeah. Which is like that's the thing, right? Like that's actually a good place to be at. Sure. If it wasn't yeah. for if it wasn't for torpedoing uh, two of them, especially payload. Really, yeah. payload is the one that got hit the hardest. It's but yeah, like, such an unfortunate casualty yeah, because it's like. Yeah why <laughs> i really do think if you want to zoom out if you want to put a nice little positive spin on it i think we're really close to a good thing i think we're just moving yeah. now maybe slowly maybe in the wrong direction but we can yeah. easily fix it it's so fixable that's 100 percent. yep it is so fixable extremely fixable but i also yeah. like the bright side uh, of things, so. yeah no i'm with you and i think that's why yeah. it's so frustrating why part of what makes it so frustrating is that yeah. the fixes are not complicated right and yeah right. relatively small um yeah Le legion is legion is a game where small changes have big impacts in both directions <laughs> yes um yeah, for sure so yeah and it's i think the big thing too is it's not always just a points issue like you need to look at yeah. more than just points you have right. to look at more than just points because these cards that we make that are beautiful and creative and interesting cards have a lot of text on them more than just how many dice am I throwing? 
and how many points am I paying to throw those dice? Like there's a lot of interesting stuff on those cards. And if we don't look at making sure that's all working effectively, then you're really like missing the point. Yeah. Right. And I think we need, I don't know. I just feel like sometimes this game has a really good foundation, right? That's why it's, that's why it's true. Why it's pretty, pretty balanced for the most part, you know, sure. There's some peaks and valleys, but. That's why it's exploded from non-existence to being one of the most popular miniatures games. So I just. It's consistently um, what? Number two, number three. Normally it's like, it's like four ish. Okay. Sure. But you know, when it actually really did well, honestly, oddly enough. One and two are pretty much always 40k in AOS. Yeah, yeah. So. I, th- I think enough. it was three for a while, but then that what's it that Battletech or whatever is has yeah, really uh, a huge gone crazy. Resurgence, I feel like yeah. Battletech is still behind Legion. D and D miniatures is oh yeah, MCP yeah. is and MCP. High. Yeah, MCP yeah. Top, really top five consistently off. now is uh, 40k AOS D and D miniatures Legion and MCP. And then X Wing used to be on there, and now it's like not even in the top ten. <laughs> Um, Armada impressively is still in the top 10. Uh, X-Wing despite... is totally in the top 10. What are you talking about, Kyle? Everyone should buy my stuff off of eBay. <laughs> I don't, I don't know X-Wing, so I don't want to get in on that conversation, <laughs> but, uh, the sales data is starkly different than it used to be. <laughs> Let's put it that way. And I, I do not know enough about this conversation to have it, so I don't want to go there. But uh, uh, no, fair, I, I just yeah. So this game has got a good base; it's really strong. It's just like I just. It'd, it'd be nice if we could plug some of those holes. Yeah, I would just say encourage just... whoever is is responding to things on the forums to maybe just like think about it a little bit more before making a response on a rules forum in which we actively use to play this game you know just just or, just think about it or or explain why it's why it changed or explain but also just like realize like you're not infallible and that's not to whoever's writing the post but it's just like to game companies in general who are you talking to you're talking to me <laughs> no master jay you're, you're the best sir captain jay general jay yeah. you want me on this jay. podcast yes. again son <laughs> <laughs> i'm saying i'm earning my pay yeah so <laughs> everybody makes mistakes Exactly. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I told Kyle not to pay you. Everybody. Did he pay you? Because I told no, him. No, that's not. exactly my point. Am I, I am I in charge of that? Okay. Yeah. That's exactly the point. I get paid nothing so that I know I can contribute the right amount. But anyway, uh yeah, everybody makes mistakes, and that's okay. Like, don't pretend that you can't make mistakes. Yeah. 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 <sighs> the biggest mistake is to not admit a mistake. Let's talk about painting again. That's kind of my okay. zen. Painting is. Can we yeah, comment? Let's was it? Comment that. I, then you figured out what technical. Actually, I, I, I do want to. So I, uh, <laughs> I finished ish. I finished Ventress. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, she's great until you realize that I like completely messed up the OSL and it's like super red. Um, um yeah, she's great from this angle. Less good for yeah, this yeah. one. <laughs> um, yeah, the accident. I, I might have. <laughs> I made the mistake of like starting immediately with my new airbrush on the OSL on Ventress. Oh yeah. Um, and it's it just, choice. <laughs> it just, it went on super heavy. And like, once you do it, I, I need to go back and fix it, but yeah, that's going to require fair. me to like repaint that whole area. And I just, I don't have the, the heart to do it. 
So I'm, I'm really excited in this new house. Wait, I'm finally, finally getting my Legion like corner set up and like my boxes of things that are unpainted and my pile of shame has just become like worse and worse. I can hopefully start working through it soon. Awesome. Yeah, I need to, I was a little bit scarred by that, but I need to jump back on it. Um, I need to fix Ventress and then I need to paint some other stuff. But yeah, be careful. If you people do OSL with an airbrush, just be careful because you can mess up your entire miniature. Yeah, <laughs> Don't get me wrong. If you do it right, it's like super great, yeah. super easy. If you mess it up, it will completely... Uh, Sorry, I just I almost forced you to have to bleep something out there. It will completely <laughs> mess up your whole paint job. It's that time. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, Jay's falling asleep at the mic. There it is. Um, yeah. No, it, it, I really yeah. you did for a second. No. He just tuckered himself out. He's just, <laughs> um, no airbrushes. Yeah, because like some because the the control with your finger, right? And so. It's but, it's really easy to just be like yeah yeah <laughs> sometimes like everything's going great and then the next the next minute it's like you're like oh no oh my finger <laughs> slipped <Yeah. laughs> like you're getting tired you've been airbrushing for a yeah. while and then your your finger just goes back too much and you're like ah! yeah my problem with my airbrush is I right when I get the perfect consistency of like of everything getting out of the pot and getting through and not clogging the sprayer it is empty. Like the, and then I run out. I'm like, all right, cool. And then I refill it, and immediately I'm clogging. Like, all right, great. I love this. This is amazing. Do you yeah. use um flow improver? Yes. Okay. Do you use thinner? Yes. All right. Well, I, I've I noticed. You then. There's some. I, I, some... I just gotta get it right. It's also been a long time. Since well, been, yeah. So. Also, I've noticed that, like, and I don't know if this is strictly with army painter. Certain pigments and stuff are like they like thicken inside yeah. for some reason mm -hmm. like really quick and and like white is one of those that yep. just like is such a bitch and like i hate it i hate it and like you're like go everything's going fine and then all of a sudden you're like not spraying and you're like yeah yo what is going and then you see that little like chunk like right on your needle and you're like dude are you serious with this right now like we we were just everything was fine i've been cleaning you i've been taking care of you you know yeah. I've, I've, like i've That's been the worst is when you take it apart you get it all working and you're like this is great i've done everything i need to do and you get it and it sprays for like 30 seconds and then it yeah. clogs, and yeah. then it clogs right. up well, again and you're like I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. I, no, yeah. That's when I just step yeah. away. <laughs> I generally like that's why. And Kyle, I think you've talked about this too, but like I, I try to use the airbrush in more general ways. And like I just I've just been using regular brushes and painting yep. for so long that it's just I'm almost faster at it with certain things. And so it's just like, okay, I'm gonna do this with the airbrush just get this general work done and then I'll go in and, and use my, my brush skills for the rest of this. Um, but it was funny. Somebody in our, our Patreon discord server, I was putting on my MCP models and uh, somebody was like, Whoa, Jay, I didn't even know you were that good of a painter. I go, yeah, because like Legion for me, it's so hard to like focus on. Cause it's, mm. it's never, it's always it's, seven it's so, models. It's or eight so many models, things yeah. you know, of one thing. And you're just like, 
oh, dude, I don't care. I just mm-hmm. got to get to this tournament. Like, you, you know yeah. what I mean? That's, no. My troopers look rough, but my individual characters often yeah. come out right. pretty good. But then when you get like, you know, I'll show this for our listeners, but like you get a you get a Luke Cage like this and you're like, oh, yeah, like one, you know, I got this one guy and, and I'm going to paint him yeah. and like you spend time on him and you're done and you've a unit's done and you're just like i did it like i have a whole one of my 10 units that i'm bringing is completely painted so you know it's uh it's it's a nicer thing it just yeah and it's and, a, it's, fair. Yeah. it's a it's a mental lift to paint yeah. a lot of like similar trooper units yeah, yeah. um because you paint that first guy you know you finish him you're like maybe you're even doing an assembly line i don't know finish that first squad you're looking at him you're like yeah yeah, that looks great. Yeah. And then you look over, you're like 40 other unpainted guys, and you're like, uh. That's why I always start for Legion. I always start with my squad leader. Yeah. Because I know I'm going to make him look good mm-hmm. or better than That's the smart. other guys. Yeah. And then because he's going to be the last one left on the table. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, everybody else, whoever's well, ugliest dies first. That's it's like my rule. <laughs> it's, I always do this thing where I'm like, all right, I'm going to assembly line, right? But what I got to do is I've got to practice on one and make sure I know what colors and how I'm going to do it. And then I spend so much time on that one that I just kind of like tucker myself out for yep. the rest of them. And I'm just like, yeah, oh, whatever. Yeah. God, I don't even care about this anymore. Yep. Like, I literally just wasted three hours of my time, like trying to get this, to get the assembly line, like color set. And, you know, <laughs> it's the even nerdier version of that SpongeBob episode where he's like trying to write an essay and he just spends all that time writing the, it's yeah. that it's that for but in miniature form all right have we run out of things to talk about uh, i mean i could just say yes jay you guys <laughs> i see it about i see it on the again and time. i could keep going uh, no no i, I will it. i won't no. we'll I... it's been it's been a good chunk of time <laughs> all right uh-huh. I, if i had to pick the thing that would get Jay animated uh, today it would not have been that, but <laughs> true, true. Yeah. Well, it, it didn't at first, and then and then I just kept thinking about it, and it like more things kept happening in my head. I was going, oh, I didn't even think. Oh my god, what about this? Oh man, and then and then I started thinking about games that I won because of that and like that's how oh. i won and that was the plan the whole time and it worked and th- now i'm like well that's not even a thing anymore. and so it just started stacking the rage yeah <laughs> yep anyway all right let's let's close this let's close this salt uh <laughs> a salty episode i'm out. sorry for everything's fixable listening. everyone remember it's all fixable it is I all fixable listen <laughs> i know i'm usually the happy-go-lucky it's just fun one i, I apologize uh, i'm so happy-go-lucky more like i'm here but yeah no, wow tim <laughs> hey and you got both shoulders right now you know yeah i i lean forward for this yeah, yeah. whoa <laughs> he's getting real tough he's puffing his shoulders out at me I'm well, actually slouching, but sure. I, okay. yeah. You know, you call it <laughs> yeah, what you so. want. The old Tennessee puff. I see it. <laughs> I, I'm an hour away from you. Now. <laughs> you know, whatever we were going to pay you, it's off the table now. <laughs> we're going, we're renegotiating uh, our contracts. Uh, the trade embargo uh, is back up. You get paid by each visible shoulder. That's some percentage. Oh, no. yeah. I'm going to wear like a orange i'll wear a ut orange next time there you go all right we are the notorious gatherers i'm kyle i'm angry 
<laughs> and I'm Tim. Stay fresh, cheese bags. Bye.